Ray. Self-confessed bookworm, film addict, hermit, long-time depression sufferer and caffeine fiend. In Not Before Coffee, I talk about everything from books, TV and movies to the more serious topics, like my own personal journey through life, struggling with various mental health issues. But not until I've had at least three mugs of the roasted bean and temporarily sated my long-term addiction. So, if you want to get to know more about me and all the ways I pass my time during the week, not including work, and you fancy the idea of hearing me talk about the things that interest me, new books, old books, TV and movies of all kinds, plus the weird and wonderful of my everyday, and how I got into writing about cars for a living despite not having a driving licence, then tune in to Not Before Coffee. Found where all good podcasts are, so pretty much everywhere. For Nerds by Nerds Production. Say the thing? What was the thing? What? We said it on the show before. Uh, I don't want any beef. You don't want no beef? You don't want no beef? <laughs> <laughs> so he needs a joke to laugh like, like Josh. <laughs> Show. I'm Josh. I am Ben. We're the Four Nerds by Nerds podcast. You already know that. We have a stacked show for you today. We got a lot of interesting new stuff and stickity stacks. Yeah. <laughs> stacks on stacks on stacks. It's gonna be a very diverse nerdy episode. I don't think we've ever done anything like this. It's gonna be fun because uh, it's like more towards what I want the show to be. We are going to skip nerdy picks this week. How dare you? Just so we can introduce a new segment. We're going to read some mail. And then we're going to talk with our good friend Dave Schwartz again about uh, the continued story of his phenomenal comic book, Confederate Monster. Dude, I'm so Monster. pumped for that. Uh, he's going to come on to talk about his Indiegogo he has going on to continue his work on that. Uh, yeah, we're super excited to have him back on the show because he was a great guest and his, his comic book's fucking awesome. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> means we'll get to look at more of it. <laughs> it's going to be dope. Get some inside views. Yeah, so uh, before we get to that, though, we want to introduce a new segment. We're going to be calling it the Be Kind Rewind. So the idea behind this segment is to replace the Getting Nerdy With segment, uh, just to try to mix it up a little bit. The reason it's called the Be Kind Rewind is that we are going to be kind and highlight a new podcast every week. Kind of, that was the purpose of the Getting Nerdy With segment, because we like to help other podcasts out, just the, you know, they all help us out. So the idea is that we will showcase a podcast, kind of like they're sponsoring the segment. Uh, we will talk about their podcast and then play their trailer or a clip from the show. And then uh, the rewind part is we will go back and talk to you about all the stuff we've watched this week, highlight some shows that maybe are new or some old classics, movies and, and TV shows that we love. Or, you know, maybe uh, highlight something that you've never heard of before. So, with that being said, this week we are brought to you by the Taboos Podcast. It is a podcast talking about taboo topics while Allie and Celeste have a few drinks. They are fantastic. Their chemistry is amazing. Listening to them speak about these kind of left-of-center topics 
is really fascinating. Uh, they do a lot of research into it, and you can just tell they're passionate about being respectful of every single topic they're talking about. And they, they really do their research, and they just they shine such an interesting light on the things that most people from the outside just view as, as taboo and, you know, it's not polite or we don't talk about it or it's weird or wrong. And uh, they do special events, like they did special topics for all of October for Halloween. They did special topics for no fucks giving, as they call it, which is hilarious. And they do cool things on their Twitter page. They did a episode about Satanism, and then uh, in, within the episode they had mentioned seeing Satan evolve like a Pokemon. So they did a art contest on their Twitter page of drawing the three stages of Satan's evolution, which was really fun. I made a video for them for it. You probably you might have seen it, and it was <laughs> it was just funny. And uh, they're really great, and they're very, very, very supportive, and they're very nice to talk to. And I can't wait to have them on the show sometime. Uh, with that all being said, here is the promo for Taboos. Shh. We're not supposed to talk about that. Do Shh. not even let those words come out of your mouth. We're not supposed to talk about that. Do not go there. Don't say anything about it. Hush now. Naughty. We just Shh. don't need to talk about this right now. Be quiet. Shh. We're not supposed to talk about that. That's really taboo. Don't talk about it. You shouldn't talk about that. Don't talk about that. You aren't supposed to talk about that. We can't talk about that in this house. You shouldn't talk about that. Can we talk about this? We are going to talk about this. Welcome to Taboos, a podcast that discusses taboo culture. We're your hosts, Celeste and Allie. Join us in the exploration of all things society deems as stigmas, controversial, hush-hush, fringe factor, or eyebrow-raising. From pole dancing to politics and everything in between, grab a drink and discuss with us. And as always, do you be taboos. Yeah, so like we said, go check out Taboos. They're really great. Um, and they'll probably be on here sometime. And we'll probably be on there sometime. Can't That's wait how for this it. thing works. It's fantastic. One big happy family. Hells yeah. So yeah, the other part of this segment is we are going to shine a light on what we've been watching lately. Um, I'm going to try to start watching more stuff because things have been so busy lately. I just, I watch nothing. Like, this is a, the podcast is a good excuse to watch a movie. Um, just because... Like I said, so busy. But I'm going to force myself to. And what I started with this week is a show on Netflix called Teenage Bounty Hunters. And it's fantastic. Do they live in the sewer? No. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> they live in... I don't know where they live. It seems like the South, but none of them really seem to have Southern accents. Um, the only down part to it is that Netflix already said there won't be a season two. But I think it's fucking great. It's funny. It's about these like rich girls that go to a... a like Catholic girls' school. Um, that's why he's watching it, folks. No, no, that's not why I'm watching it. <laughs> but it's like adult and dirty, and like they accidentally like become bounty hunters, like the assistants for this bounty hunter. I'm gonna have to start it tonight. Yeah, they're like badass chicks that are like pistol whipping people and shit. Like it's, it's. I've always wanted to do that. They're um, 
not in real life, but on the show, they're non-identical twins. Oh. But they still have, like, they have the twin connection, so they, like, will have these conversations and moments, but no one else is, like, knowing this is happening. They're, like, talking mind to mind about, like, oh, shit, this is going down. <laughs> but it's really funny. Uh, go check out the trailer, at least. And I was, sh- I was a little shocked that, like, it was canceled already, because... I kind of put that on you, Netflix. You didn't promote this at all. I never saw it at the top of my Netflix screen, or I never saw the trailer on uh, on your YouTube channel or anything. So, How many episodes did they do? Uh, I think like 12. Really? Yeah. So they did a full season. Yeah, they I did mean, a full season. They didn't I, get canceled early. Somebody shed some light on, on, a, on a question I have. Why are seasons now only 12 episodes versus back in the day when they were 24? Because on streaming services, you don't have to pay for like advertisement, so... You don't have to try to get more and more and more to get more money from advertisers. I don't know how the whole structure works. I don't know how Netflix makes money besides the $10 a month they get off of subscribers. Right. Other than that, I've been watching uh, old episodes of Blue Bloods. That show's actually really good. I've been th- I'm thinking that's what I'm going to watch next. If you like cop shows, uh, Blue Bloods is good. It's right up there with like Chicago PD and Law and Order. If you like Magnum PI and New Kids on the Block... Yeah, I'm sorry, Donnie Wahlberg... <laughs> Donnie Wahlberg is a much better actor than his brother. I'm sure he is. He's been doing it forever yeah. on TV. Yeah, he's so. great on that show, and like some real shit goes down. And he fits it. He fits that kind of role perfectly. He's he's yeah. made like that. So I like cop shows nowadays because they're like real. Yeah, it's not just like you know someone broke the law and like you know what I mean. I mean I know there's been shows like that a lot. Like fucking go back and watch NYPD Blue. I love that NYPD shit, Blue. That shit was more intense than some of the shows now. I, <laughs> like, I still can't get over that phone book scene where he just beats that guy, guy yeah. in that cell. It's he does like, that a lot. Yeah. Oh, man. It's, that's starting to get taken out now because of, you know, like the mixture of shows into, like, reality of, like, that's what corrupt cops do. So you can't have a cop beat no witness or whatever, but it's like... I kind of like when Hank Voigt does it on Chicago PD because he gets results. <laughs> right. But... Yeah, what have, what have you been watching, Ben? So, all right, so I've been going old school, and I decided to give the new age Hawaii Five O a, a refresh in my mind. I tried watching it when it first came out 10 years ago, um, and I got through, like, the first two episodes, and then I stopped watching it. And I got through the first three episodes, and I stopped watching it. Who's that, Scott Kahn? Uh, yeah. And who's the main guy? I, Scott Speedman? Something like that. I, From I'm, fucking... Uh... All the like late nineties shit. Yeah, but he's fantastic in it. He he's in Underworld, it. right? Yeah, guy from Underworld. He's yeah. the main guy. Or Scott Speedman's, or the uh, uh, Scott Con's main. Scott Con is his partner. Yeah, so Scott Speedman's the main guy. So the the, the stories pretty much revolve around him. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's like <laughs> so. I did a comparison. I watched the first episode of the original. Okay. <laughs> versus Johnson. No, that's Miami Vice. No, no, no. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Um, I watched the. What is Hawaii Five-O? Hawaii 5 I've never seen it. Because it it like came out back in the 60s. So, I mean, they're all dressed like groovy, baby, you know? And it was so god-awful, I couldn't get through the first (laughs) 10 minutes of it. And I was like, nope, I'll just stick to the new one. But I'm excited about this because I'm already into the third season. Yeah. I'm binging the piss out of this thing. And the reason I'm really liking it, they have a lot of guest stars and they're big, big names. Yeah. Yeah. Like who? Oh, like uh, Scott Scott Bakula, CCH Pounder, these type of names. I think. <laughs> um, who was just in it yesterday was uh, um, 
Lorenzo Lamas. No, oh, sh- <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> God. Uh, never mind. I mean, uh, who was in it? Anyway, go ahead. I uh, won't interrupt you again. I, <laughs> I need to know. I need. To know. You name it, he's been in it. Um, <laughs> like I think Ed Asner was in one the other day. Oh. So. so. <laughs> But he was in getting the heavy hitters. Well, no, the reason is because he he reprised he reprised a uh, role from his original stint on the show from the '60s, right? He played a diamond uh, dealer. So anyway, uh, huge names all the time. There's always a big name like um, Jason Scott Lee's been in it a lot. Uh, played Bruce Lee in the uh, Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. Oh, yeah. Jungle Book, um, Jason Scott Lee, uh, one of my favorites. Um, Yeah, he did the Disney's Jungle Book, the first live action. Liu Kang? From Mortal Kombat? No, Jason Scott Lee. Liu Kang from Mortal Kombat. (laughs) It's not Liu Kang from Mortal Kombat. He's from Disney's live action Jungle Book. He's Mowgli. Jason Scott Lee. Look him up. Just because you keep saying that. (laughs) Um... Mark Dacascos is in it. A lot. The future. Yeah, homeboy. That's it? fucking Liu Kang. Let from me Mortal see. Kombat. Show me. I think. No, it's not Liu Kang from Mortal Kombat. This guy's never been in Mortal Kombat. He's in the new Mulan. Yes. Yeah, he's the bad guy in the new Mulan. That's he's, not him, there? That's not Jason Scully. I Google his name and it popped up. Yeah, that's definitely not <laughs> Jason Scully. My favorite. One of my favorite movies on he the face of this exactly planet. Exactly like the bad guy in Mulan. <laughs> That's some good casting. Let me see. He no, he is. He's in the new live action Mulan as the bad guy. Yeah, so he's in the show. He looks exactly like the bad guy from the cartoon movie. He does. He's really good. Put that in the commercials. Everyone's bitching <laughs> they took out the dragon. Put a picture of that in. Yeah, That'll he was. He was excited. perfect for that role. So anyway, that's my uh, Hawaii Five O story. Um, Watch anything new? So we're watching The Stand. Oh yes, the the Stephen King Ezra Miller jerking off. Oh my God, <laughs> Ezra Miller's scene. He Ezra Miller is so convincing as a mentally disturbed, handicapped human being. Like he moves his hands weird. He talks with this real high pitched voice, but he's also like a like a, a killer. Robin Shu played Liu Kang. Oh, there you go. Go on. Yeah. So anyway, that's what I'm watching. Uh, also, one more thing that I I the the new season of Batgirl or Batwoman has started up. Yeah. And I really, really, really wanted this new Batwoman to just come in and be there and make a stand, and, and it's awful. Oh, uh, really? It got immediately renewed for another season. I thought that meant it was good. First off, she can't act. I know, bad. It's. To me, it's it's very CW acting. I've given up on all of those shows so, like years ago. I, I was in, and you know, I was super heavy into fucking Arrow and Flash. Yeah, but Arrow was the best out of all of them. Yeah. And well, the once, Flash, once to me, Legends is, of Tomorrow came along. It, Legends is garbage. Everything fucking, like, followed that track of, like, insane out-of-this-worldness. And yeah. And I'm just like, that it's, fucking guy with a bow and arrow. <laughs> like, my, my biggest problem with the new Batwoman is they've continued the storyline from the first season. So... Literally, you have Batgirl and you have Alice. Okay, Alice is her twin sister, who is literally Alice from Alice in the Wonder Alice in Wonderland story. She's the bad guy, and she's gonna continue for this next season to be Alice. We're going on what? This is season three. Did they just like make a bunch of like female versions of Batman's villains? <laughs> like, is she's a bad guy. Yeah. So she is 
pretty much essentially she's the, like the Mad Hatter. <laughs> she's like the she's well no she's like she's like Batman's Joker. Yeah, she no, is, but I mean Batman has Mad Hatter, right? <laughs> right, and she's that's what they're Alice doing. In so every single episode beats this Alice story to death. I mean, I'm sure it's like that in the comics too. Ugh, I'm tired of it. I want I want them to move on to a new story. Yeah, apparently the the Batwoman comics the last few years have been really really good. I just never, I, you know, like I said, we don't read a lot of comics, but we're not opposed to it. Nope. Yeah, no. Uh, none of Batgirl has looked good. Like, I'm not. I'm not a fan. I'm really mad that um, all of that. Like, if it, if all of this shit all came out at once, and all had the like realistic kind of like, I know that it wasn't super realistic, but it was more grounded in reality. The first se- first two seasons era. Yeah. But then after like season like like halfway through season three and on. It really started getting like supernatural. Yeah, like a lot more. Yep. And it's a weird thing to complain about. It's getting more comic booky, but it's like I liked it being like more real, more like a cop drama, like with superhero elements. I think because this you is... don't have the budget to make the really complex shit look really great. Well, I think this is the overall issue with anything DC. Yeah. Is that they try to be comic booky, but it doesn't work, and. You can't take their shit serious because they're always throwing punchlines in. Yeah. And it's just, uh, I don't know, it's just not... I'm I'm stoked for the new season of Flash. It's supposed to be really good this year. Um, the first season of Flash is fucking amazing. I, I, there's only been one. The, the worst one was where he had to fight the, uh, that talking gorilla. <laughs> gorilla Grodd. Yeah, Gorilla Grodd. It was the worst ending to a series uh, or season I've ever seen, and it just... Every time he comes back. And then they had that giant shark guy. That was bad. I love King Shark. Oh, really? I thought he looked cool on that. King Shark? I thought the graphics were awful. Yeah. But anyway, I'm not watching that right now because it's not on. But yeah. uh, So to round this back out, I, the the top things I'm watching right now is Hawaii Five-0, Hawaii 5-0, The Stand, which is going to be off soon, yeah. and Batgirl, which I'm not happy with, and I, or Batwoman. And I think I'm going to just drop that one all together. Uh, the only other thing that I found is uh, a comedy. It's not really nerd-related, but it's called Be Positive. Uh, and it's about a guy who needs a kidney transplant. And he, oh, yeah, I've seen the commercial. He that. runs into a girl that he went to high school with. Yeah, she's like crazy. And he's like, she's a tight. nutter, yeah. but she's the best part of the show. Yeah. She is hilarious. Uh, I would give that two thumbs up any day. Everybody needs to watch that. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw the commercials for that, and I was like, that looks cool. She is hilarious. Everything you see in the commercials that make you laugh, she's ten times that in the show. Yeah. But they do ruin it because they give all of her punchlines in the commercials. Oh, that's nice. So. And he's not like he's okay. He's all right. He's yeah, got some Tom, funny Thomas Middleton. Yeah, he's got some funny one-liners and stuff. But she, her reactions and her timing, fucking perfect. Yeah, yeah it looks funny. All right. Yeah. So that was the Be Kind Rewind. Yeah. So back in October, we had Dave Schwartz, creator, artist, illustrator, author of the amazing comic book Confederate Monster on. Uh, he had just released the first issue of that, and we read it, and we were both amazed by it. And we told him anytime he's got anything going on to come back on the show. So we had had a conversation with Dave. He's got an Indiegogo starting tomorrow to uh, further the, the book, and we wanted to have him on to talk about it. And uh, so, yeah, we had that conversation, and here it is. Four nerds by nerds. Hey everybody, welcome uh, Dave Schwartz back to the show. Dave, how's it going? 
all right. That's uh, glad to be back with you guys. Going going very well. Author, creator, illustrator of the amazing comic book Confederate Monster. We had him back in on in uh, October during our Halloween spooktacular. Talk about his horror themed comic book. Um, and Dave is here today to talk about uh, his crowdfunding to keep that going in the right direction and uh, all the amazing new details on what he's working on. I totally have two things to show you when you're ready. <laughs> when you're ready. Sounds, we'll talk about everything and then I'll show you what I do. That sounds sexual. <laughs> my way. And I think you'll love it. All yeah. right. All right. I'm excited. I'm excited. So, yeah, the um, the crowdfunder starting on uh, February 9th, a uh, day after my birthday. So um, I'm, I'm super excited about it. My fifth, I was, I was talking to someone the other day, and I realized it's my fifth crowdfunder. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just, I was telling my girlfriend the other day, you know, I, I have a lot of fun making the book, and, and it's, it's really great, you know, uh, being in production. But actually, I think I have more fun doing the, the crowdfunding stuff. It's just super energizing for me. So I've been kind of jazzed up for the last week or so. That's awesome. How, what, what is your process? Because you said this is your fifth one. What is your process when you're going through something like that? Like, what do you, what do you try to keep in mind every time you invent one like that? Sure. So I, um, I always try to keep in mind what I did before. Um, that way I'm, you know, repeating what worked and I'm, I'm not repeating what didn't. Um, and I'm also, you know, always trying to add a different, you know, new element to it that I, I, I wasn't able to before. Um, usually based off of what I learned from the previous experience. Um, I started out crowdfunding on Kickstarter and, uh, you know, learned a lot in the first, you know, couple that I did there. But then the last one I did um, for the collected edition of Feast or Famine, um, which was my previous book through Alterna, um, that one I did through Indiegogo. And I, I found that through Indiegogo, I just feel there's a, a lot more flexibility to create um, custom perk packages for, for uh, customers and contributors. Um, you know, this uh, flexibility that you don't necessarily get on Kickstarter. So um, that's primarily why I've, I've continued to stick with Indiegogo this time. Um, and I was just finishing up all of my, all the details of all my perks and, you know, all the add-ons that come with it. Um, so this time around, I think everyone's going to have um, a, a lot more freedom uh, to create their own kind of custom, you know, package to fit their own needs. Oh, awesome. What Excellent. sort of options are we looking at here? So, um, you know, I have the, the typical fare, um, you know, the T-shirt. Um, I, I got a, a nice trucker hat in there. Um, I've, I've got some awesome original prints. Um, the, the typical colored prints that you would see in most uh, campaigns, but I'm also bringing back the, the very popular retro style print that I had for my previous campaign. Um, so this time I, I took a lot of inspiration from the, the Tales of the Crypt comic book series and, uh, you know, kind of made a Confederate monster uh, version of that. Um, so that's available as a print. Um, but then this time around, uh, since it's a, a story set, you know, kind of, um, you know, during the Civil War, kind of like the, the Western com cowboy kind of era, um, I wanted to do um, some aged prints, um, prints that almost look like they were, you know, black and white, you know, printed onto, you know, a piece of old, you know, 
aged looking ripped up kind of paper. Um, so I've got three of those prints available. They're just black and white um, and they're handmade by me. So I'm, I'm hand dyeing all the, the pages and, and, you know, adding all the little speckle effects to make it look, um, you know, aged. Um, and one of the, the fun things for that one too, is I'm, I'm making a, a wanted poster for the, the Frankenstein monster. Um, so actually, oh, that's uh, awesome. that real quick, um, I know your listeners can't see what you guys can see. Um, so this is like, uh, that needs to be on the wall right now. I got room on my wall right there. Uh, <laughs> I need it framed and signed. That's what I, yeah, it says um, $100,000 reward for the capture of the Frankenstein monster. He is charged with 88 counts of murder. The reward for just one man may seem as an easy venture. Be warned, this thing is more creature than man. Do not attempt to capture alone. That's awesome. Yeah, it's beautiful work. You got to see those people. <laughs> so, um, I, um, you know, I showed it to a friend of mine the other day and they held it in their hand and like, oh, it even feels like it's an old like print, you know, because the, the dyeing, the, the sort of, um, I'm using coffee. So the coffee dyeing to the paper, um, it, it gives the paper that sort of crinkled old kind of feel to it, um, which is really, really cool. Um, Just watch out for Nick Cage. You might show up for that. <laughs> 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 um, so then uh i'm also doing um some commissions so i'm doing a, a, a mini commission which is like a little five by seven commission um and then i'm doing my larger commissions so eight by ten um, i'm also doing a cover commission uh which went over really well with the last campaign that i did um, basically it's, it's just a, a a fully drawn and colored cover um for your comic so if you want a variant for your Indiegogo campaign, if you want just to you know, make a variant for your, your comic book uh, series, or if you just want to hire me to you know, make all the covers for your books, that's cool too. Cause I actually had a guy do that last time. Um, so, you know, uh, I got lots of, you know, really interesting, um, you know, handmade kind of, you know, perks and a couple things that I don't want to reveal just yet, you know, cause I, I can't reveal everything just yet. Um, but that, that's the kind of thing that I'm super excited about, you know, kind of getting my hands dirty on this one, doing some handmade stuff. Yeah, that is awesome. You need to see his Frankenstein's monster. It, it is so cool. His whole comic book is visually, I mean, it's, it's a visual thing, but I mean, it, it is like sure be master craft stuff. The amount of detail in this comic is incredible. Like, go back and listen to our old episode when we had Dave on talking about the first issue. It was, it was very enlightening about the story and just us gushing for forty-five minutes about how couldn't gush enough. I'm telling you, man, I I'm, I'm sold, hundred percent sold. I I need this in book form. I need the whole the whole story right in my face. I just I need it tangibly in my hand so I can I can look at it. It's just amazing. All the work is amazing in it. The storyline was riveting. I, I'm I, I'm on a cliffhanger right now that I, I need I need an ending, <laughs> or at least the next step. It's been too long. Yeah, thank you guys so much. You know, um, I, I should say, you know, you two are um, kind of some of the vocal opinions that that pushed me into doing um, this crowdfunder now. Because uh, I originally my plan was to wait till the end to all the six issues were done and do a a beautiful collected edition, one big crowdfunder, and that's it. Um, but, you know, I, the more I talked to people and did these interviews just to try to promote the series, I it became very clear that people wanted a book in their hand and they wanted, you know, the perks and they wanted all the fun stuff that I make. So I was like, hey, I, I guess I, I should probably give the people what they want. 
so uh, I've been planning this for a month or two, and, and I'm finally, you know, super happy to, you know, finally be able to push that button here soon. Yeah, it's so great. I, I mean, I've reached out to you a few times, be like, how's it going? How's uh, how's the issues coming along? Because, yeah, we were, we were really impressed with your stuff, and it's so cool to have, like, comic book friend. <laughs> like, like, I've never met, like, anyone actually creating their own stuff. It's super cool. What, like, non-spoiler-wise can you can you say to kind of attract people in like get why don't you give give people that might not have heard the other episode a rundown of exactly what your comic's about sure so um quick and dirty uh confederate monster is essentially frankenstein meets the civil war so um my main character is 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 igor but a very kind of different version of igor kind of more of a protege of dr frankenstein less of a, a henchman um so after the 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 monster gets reanimated and runs amok and, and Dr. Frankenstein gets thrown into an asylum. Igor finds himself with resources, but no home. So he travels to America right before the civil war breaks out and establishes himself as a reconstructive surgeon, kind of helping to uh, repair wounded soldiers. Um, and so eventually the Confederacy discovers who he really is and that he has potentially the, the the ability to raise someone from the dead. So they convince him, rather convincingly, uh, to reanimate their dead army. Um, so we see all of the classic Frankenstein characters, you know, Victor Frankenstein, Igor, the monster, even a different version uh, of the bride. Um, Plus, you know, it's set during a historical era that we don't necessarily, I think, get to see very much um, in popular culture. Um, I, th I think there is something about the Civil War that people don't necessarily want to explore very much, but the, but there's a lot of meat on the bones there for good storytelling. So, you know, I, I just felt it was a very um, good pairing, a very natural kind of relationship. Um, and the more I wrote the story, the more it just felt very natural. So um, I'm really happy with how everything is, is coming together. Um, I'm just, I'm super happy to get into more of the, the true kind of meat of, of what's going on. Cause you know, I'm, I'm not even, I'm just now kind of getting to the end of issue three. Um, and we, you know, we haven't even dived into the, the really deep stuff yet. I can't imagine. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, we're going to need you to go ahead and send issue two our way. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, well, like like we said on our first episode, yeah, it is it is like two things you didn't know you wanted together till you saw it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, it does fit so perfectly being right. set in that time period. Um, yeah, like a cowboy version of Frankenstein seems just very... Um, it seems like it should have been done a long time ago. <laughs> and I, uh, every time I talk to somebody about it, they're like, wait, your Frankenstein dresses like a cowboy. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. He does. <laughs> I mean, why, why yeah. would I dress? So the good thing is it's never been done before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the That's about it is I haven't seen it done before. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're just, you're bringing us a whole new joy. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. Like we said before, like you, you could be and should be writing for Marvel tomorrow. Like if you took this story and threw Wolverine in it, it would like people would be like, yeah, this is awesome. This is amazing. <laughs> like, Doesn't need Wolverine to be awesome and amazing. No, it just I needs I'm saying for, for fucking mainstream purposes. Yeah. You know, like this is a story that I'm shocked a giant comic company hasn't done just throwing their characters that are old as fuck into it. Like, 
Well, you see how much they botch up Jonah Hex, so let's just yeah. let's just not. <laughs> well, that's why I find it very interesting too, because not like I don't really feel like a comic book like that, like set in that era, really jumps at me. But when you throw like Universal Monsters into it, I'm like, oh fuck yeah, I'm here for this all day. <laughs> like this is awesome. <laughs> I know I probably said this in the last time we spoke was I, I was done with comic books for years. You know, I thought my comic book days were behind me, and I was just going to watch movies for the rest of my life. And thanks to you, uh, I have a renewed passion to start reading comic books again because I'm just I'm like I'm all over this. Well, so a high compliment, man. I. Thank you. Put in my studio somewhere. Wow, that's. We'll get that transcribed and sent on over to you. I was just going to say, you know, you you mentioned you know working for Marvel, and honestly, when I first started out, sure, you know, I think that that was a dream. I would love to write for Marvel or DC or draw for Marvel or DC. You know, I. I just, I think the, the more I do this, the, the more I just see the limitation in that, um, you know, as, as much as it does open you up to a huge audience and, and, you know, there's automatic kind of, um, uh, what's the word I want, uh, legitimacy, um, uh, when you have that name attached to you, to yours. Right. Um, you know, cause I felt that kind of coming up, not really having worked for a lot of big companies and, and trying to find work. You know, I don't really have a whole lot of legitimacy by my, my name because it's not attached to Marvel or DC or Image or whatever it may be. Um, but nowadays, I just see the, there's so much more potential in doing it yourself and being kind of the leader of your own kind of community. Um, and the ability now for us to, to do that is, is never been greater. So um, I personally would much rather be doing what I'm doing right now. Sure, would I love to, you know, have a lot more money and a lot more recognition? Sure, but I think I'm pretty confident I can build that myself without the big name attached to it. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure you can you can build it yourself. I mean, <laughs> you don't need the you don't need the corporate policies and all that stuff. You need to do it raw, like you're doing it, and just show everybody you've got the talent. So, Absolutely. well, and you get to keep your property. Yeah, That's right. It's all great. your property. You know, what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> not selling out to anybody, which is good. Which is good. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. When you you sell the movie rights, you let us know and we'll get our cameo in there. (laughs) (laughs) Crowdfund that eventually get a little movie made. That'd be dope. We'd watch that. Oh oh, yeah. I'd be all over that. I've always been down for, you know, transforming any of my stories into, you know, TV or movies, you know, um, I, I, I had somebody tell me something about that when I did Beast or Famine, they're like, man, I could definitely see this as like a, like a lost in space kind of Netflix series, you know, um, and, and I'm, hell, I, I just want to be able to expand my creativity into any which way that is available to me, so. You know, I'm, I'm not one of those purists who's like, you know, I'm only going to do comics and, you know, I'm, I'm not interested in anything else. Like, I'm, I'm interested in it all. You know, bring it on. Let's see how far we can go. So if you, if you ever do and you want to film and you're going to go through Netflix, don't go on the Jason Momoa train. I know he fits the bill, but nobody needs to see him in another movie like that. It's just not for me. So. No, I got different. <laughs> but it's also a great era now for stuff like that. Yeah, it's a good time. Like we were just talking about uh, before we started recording, we we're talking about Invincible getting an animated series on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. 
and then the, but they're also working on a live action movie adaptation too like oh, I didn't know that and all these shows that pop up like Witcher and I know that's like a book and a game and like uh, you know Walking Dead of course even though it's Man, <laughs> no, yeah. but like uh, Walking Dead's been beat to death for the past ten years. I'm 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 finally over the Walking Dead. Yeah, but I mean, like the da- like Daredevil and the Punisher, like it's a it's a pretty golden era for not just your like shitty '90s. This guy has superpowers. Show <laughs> yeah. like you can get some real shit now out of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Especially all these streaming services, they're just chomping at the bit to make something. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? I mean, I. I watch the, the things that I am most interested in nowadays are the things that are very off the wall stuff. That's really pushing the envelope stuff I've never seen before. And it's never, I don't think that's ever changed. You know, most people are always kind of looking for the leading edge stuff they've never seen before. Um, you know, cause we've already gotten to the point where a big Michael Bay CGI gore fest production is just not going to cut it anymore. You know, so you're going to need to go, I think, back to your roots and figure out how do I entertain someone with story again, rather than just some, you know, overproduction, you know, that just is, is it, isn't only, is it only going to attract a certain level of viewer or reader? Um, You know, personally for me, like I want to create a story that attracts someone who wants to think, who wants to like dive more into the story rather than just this very surface level kind of thing where you, you don't really feel like you're part of it. So that's my approach to it. It's a good approach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that very much. <laughs> it's a, it's a good way of looking at things. Um, I, I, I'm hooked on the story. You've already got me, you know, <laughs> and if you can get us, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, we're some hard people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave. Why don't you tell everyone where they can uh, find what you're doing? And uh, I don't really, I've never done any of this. I don't actually know how promoting this works. <laughs> sure. No. So um, promote your thing. Absolutely. So you can find the best place I think to get any information from me is uh, on my social media pages. So um, I'm on Twitter fairly often, almost every day. Uh, same thing with Facebook and Instagram. Um, I also am on YouTube, so I have a, a YouTube channel on there where I do comic book related content as well as I have this other show called Dose of Dave where I just do like these little 10, 15 minute videos just, you know, talking about my experience and things in my life that I, you know, think are interesting to, to talk about. So, um, but you can find all of that. My handle is Dave Swartz Art. So D-A-V-S-W-A-R-T-Z-A-R-T. And it's Facebook twitter instagram youtube um so follow me on all those and then i've got a website daveswartzart.com where you can find all of my my projects as well as my shop uh, where you can buy all my previous work um, as well as get updates about my my current work like confederate monster Um, and then like i said the indiegogo is going to be launching on february 9th which is next tuesday this coming tuesday um that is, it's basically going to launch right at midnight between February 8th and February 9th. So, you know, if you really want to get early, early, you may have to stay up late on February 9th if you're on the East Coast. But if you're on the West Coast, you know, maybe you can, you know, get that early on the February 9th uh, before a lot of people on the East Coast get to wake up. Um, but after that, we're just going to be running the campaign for 30 days. Uh, I have a bunch of stretch goals that I, I'm really excited about. I don't really want to reveal them just yet. Um, but that's uh, 
that's where you can find all my latest stuff. I also have a Patreon if anyone's uh, curious and wanting to subscribe to that as well. Um, that's much more for the real diehard fan that's it's just really interested in seeing my process. Um, I'm a Patreon. I post every single page of the Confederate Monster book um, from rough to final. So you get to see the, the layout, the pencil, the ink, the color, and the letter for every single page of the series. Um, as well as any kind of backstory, you know, thing that inspired what I drew that day or, or anything personal about, you know, my experience making the book. Um, but then you also get some other, you know, added things on Patreon that you may not get anywhere else. Some exclusive perks um, on there as well, if you're interested in checking that out, too. Um, it's just patreon.com slash Dave Swartz Art. So if you remember Dave Swartz Art, you should be able to find me just about anywhere. Yeah, and we'll we'll uh, be sure to DM us your uh, Indiegogo when it gets going, and we'll we'll make a post out of it. Oh yeah, I'll I'll be definitely. This episode, out of it. Yeah, this episode's gonna go up on Monday, so. It's perfect. That's my Is birthday. That what day? Yeah. Yeah. There we go. And well, happy yeah. early birthday then. Yeah. Happy <laughs> birthday day. Yeah. <laughs> all right, buddy. Well, we wish you all the luck with that, and we're gonna. Uh, We'll, like I said, we'll be promoting it like a motherfucker. Um, I appreciate it. Yeah. We, we know you got something special here and uh, everybody needs to see it. Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, like I said, we'll be promoting all your stuff. Go check out Dave's uh, social medias. Be sure to support him any way you can. We'll, you'll see it on our page and uh, go follow him on Twitter and Instagram. It's all great stuff. Dave, thanks for coming on, buddy. All right, man. Take care, guys. For nerds, by nerds. Before we finish up here, Benji, I got some good news. What's that? We got some mail here. I love fan mail. We have a, we have actually quite a bit of mail. <laughs> Josh has a pile. What is this? Go- yeah. What is going on here? Well, one of the two of these we were supposed to read last week, um, but I forgot to put them in my backpack. But then two more came, so we got a whole bunch. Damn these backpacks in there! <laughs> we're gonna start with the cutest one. Ah, uh, this one is from my son Aiden. Oh man, he drew this for us. I see he drew the FMBN on All the top. Right. This is our logo. That's our logo. Oh, I see it. It looks just like our. It does. It looks just like the model. And it says uh, FMBN notes. Dear FMBN, uh, I'd really like your next video to be a Sonic the Hedgehog video. So maybe we can do a Sonic video. Sometime. We are working our way up to the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Yep. We will definitely do a video on that. And he he will not be able to listen to it cuz he's 7 and <laughs> we swear too much. But yeah, that was for my son. Maybe maybe we can uh, maybe we can tone it down for that. One. Yeah, do a PG episode. I know we could try it. that have done that. I can beep it. <laughs> Bleep. Um, Bleep. Yeah, but that's for my son Aiden. Uh, he really likes watching me like edit or help me make videos and stuff. So he he's really into all this stuff. So he wanted to he wanted to interact and uh, wrote us a letter. It was really sweet. Thanks, buddy. I love you. Uncle Ben loves you too. Love you, buddy. All right. You want to pick one of these? Oh, oh, uh, that one. All right. The one right on top. All right, Green Bay. Oh my. There's a whole bunch of stuff in here. Yeah. I'm going to open this up. And what is this? This is a thank you for your support. From the Taboos podcast Taboos. that you just heard about on this very show. Holy moly. We just talked about these. Uh, yeah, Josh is going to read it. We got some stickers, Josh. Yeah, we do. These stickers are great. Do you even history, bro? 
<laughs> you can find Taboo's merchandise on Tee Public. Uh, if you're having a hard time finding it through the search, because the search sucks on there, you can find <laughs> you can find their merch on our Tee Public page. Also, I'm sure they have a link right there on their Twitter page. Um, so go follow them. Yeah, great stickers. This, yeah, those stickers are in their quality. Yeah, those things are nice. This is Josh. Just because I talk to him a lot. Uh, thank you for always supporting us for, and for making our <laughs> Satan Pokemon video. You're the absolute best. Sending love and light and the biggest hugs. Love the Taboos team. We're going to have to frame every bit of this stuff. Yeah, and they signed it. Yeah. That's really cool. Yep. You can't see this, but it's like a thank you letter in the style of Cheers. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It's very Cheersy font. Oh, it's very. Yeah. Uh, very tattoo look, too. Yeah, yeah, thanks, ladies. We love yeah. the stickers. They'll go right on the laptop with all our other ones. Hells yeah. Let's see. I think uh, Ben will want to open this one next. I want to open this one? Yes, sir. What is this one? This is... Ben's going to freak out. From Bub and Gobs. Oh, oh my. These stickers are fucking awesome. Yeah. It's got Pandy. You love the Bub and Gobs show? They've been on here three times. Yep. Go they... listen to their show. Check out their YouTube channel. They are our buddies. Oh, this is a dear Josh. So we're going to let Josh read it again. Josh does. I actually talk yeah, to these people. <laughs> yeah, Josh does all the interacting. Uh, I don't want to step on anybody's toes. Let's see. Our most favorite nerd duo. They are included. Yeah. It's thank also you. because we use my billing addresses <laughs> as my as the uh, where we get all our letters to. Bobbing apps. Our most favorite nerdy duo. Hope this sticker helps you stick around as a friend and fan. We always have a blast hanging out with you guys. Keep being awesome and fuck Pigpen. <laughs> <laughs> Bob and Goz. P.S. Threw an extra sticker in for the third guy we haven't met yet. <laughs> Shout out to Quincy. <laughs> Yo, Quincy, we got a sticker for you, man. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Our last one. Man. Oh, who's having a baby? <laughs> yeah, it does kind of look like that from the top. Had to say it. Oh, these are great. Yeah, had to say it podcast. They support us so much. I believe it's Aaron. He sent us stickers. Man. I believe they get their stickers made. These are great stickers. uh, I believe he was one of the winners of our giveaway. So he got a bunch of our stuff too. We hope you like it, buddy. Yeah. Those are cool stickers though. They're they're wicked thick. Yeah. They're done right. All these stickers can be found on the back of our laptop now. (laughs) Shout out to uh, my lady, because we got a new FMBN laptop bag. And by laptop bag, I mean it's a Marvel Comics backpack. Because I love traveling with all my shit in the backpack. It makes it so easy. Because it looks like he's about to tote off to school. (laughs) That's great. We got our Terrifying Tipsy pin on there. We got our Venomized Galactus pin on there. Our Jason Voorhees hand sanitizer. We're going to get an FMBN patch to go right on the front. That's that right. Way it'll be officially. That is right. Our bag. So just wanted to toss a quick note in to say thank you for all of your support. You guys do an awesome job, and I look forward to every episode. Here's some stickers to do with what you will. <laughs> Thanks again for everything, Aaron. Oh, and we will do what we will. Yeah. Thank you guys all so much. Yeah, thanks. You guys make our day. Yeah, we love stickers. We have stickers and letters and fan mail in general. Come on. Yeah. This is great. This Always. is a great day. This yeah. is like the happiest happiest thing ever. Yeah, I won't shout out our address on here, but if you want to 
send any mail to the show, feel free to DM us, and uh, we'll tell you how to do that. Yeah, don't be sending me no anthrax. Just send me, yeah. <laughs> send me something cool. Send me a letter just saying hi. Yeah, you know we'll read it out. And don't worry if you're not a, uh, if you're if you're just a fan of the show and you're not another podcast <laughs> like all of these people. Uh, I have a different address that you can send mail to as well. So don't be shy. We'll read all types of fan mail. We're, we're gonna make a wall out of this. Absolutely, it's gonna be super dope. All Absolutely. Right. So, yeah, that was the show for the week. That was fun. Something different. We've never done anything like that before. It was a really great time. Yeah. Really great time. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) We will be back on Friday with a very lovely uh, Valentine's Day special. All Hallows Valentine's? I was going to say holiday special. (laughs) Um, You can follow our show fmbn podcast on twitter we are fmbn the number four in the letter u on instagram and facebook you can find our incredible merchandise and i believe everybody's merchandise that we just uh talked about on the show here on our t public page ben what's t public t public.com forward slash fnbn click on the link buy our merchandise and our friends merchandise yeah and then send us pictures of it. Because that's fun. And we'll shout you out on the show. So, we will see you on Friday. I'm Josh. I am Ben. And this is the 400th Pioneers Podcast signing off. Stay nerdy, my friends. Boop, boop.